0: 1170. The answer. San Diego. The Andrea Kay Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay.
1: Welcome to the Andrea Casio. It is Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Hope you all had a great day so far, and thank you all for joining me. Like I'm here every night from 6 to 7 p.m., coming at you all from the AM 1170 studios here in beautiful Still sunny San Diego today. Joining me, as always, even though he didn't give me the uh, typical y'all can't see it anyway, but the explosion fingers. It's none other than DJ Carrotsticks. Carrots, carrots. Who? What? Where? When? Who? Where? Where? What? Where? Who? When?
0: And I don't use straws.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know what? Straw update. Straw update. The City Council of San Diego is going to be voting. On, using, on whether or not to ban straws coming up. I haven't even told y'all the story of Sunday at a restaurant where we don't even have a ban yet, and I had to try to bootleg a straw and try to suck one out of, out of a waiter who wanted a little something something from me in order to get the straw. True story. Um, anyway, uh, 888-344-1170 if you would like to call on the show. We've got more important things to talk about, I guess, in tonight's show rather than uh, me having to... Uh, Work a waiter for some supply Sunday at a restaurant. Huge happenings, uh, major uh, happenings in a courtroom today. Um, Let's see. It involved. uh, Before we get to that, I got to talk about the rally. I I glance up. I got monitors here in the studio. President Trump is hosting a rally today, and of course I've got Jen Kearns who's going to be here on the show a little bit later to talk about whether or not President Trump can rally the base. Is he going to be able to rally the base to usher in a red wave in November? And that's really my question of the day for you guys, you know, I, and I posted it earlier on Facebook, is what do you think the impact on the midterm elections will be if President Trump is not able to get the border wall funding or if there's a, a government shutdown? So many uh, conservatives are already starting to get nervous about whether or not there's going to be a red wave in November, whether or not there's going to be a blue wave. And President Trump is out there tonight trying to rally his base. And, um, you know, he has been threatening a government shutdown. Um, But not just, there was more going on at the rally, though, than just uh, President Trump talking about uh, rallying the troops and talking about a border wall and whether or not there's going to be a government shutdown. Evidently, there was a shutdown that happened at the rally, but it was a shutdown of that Jim Acosta dude. (laughs) I don't usually celebrate. That kind of naughtiness, kind of naughty behavior. You know, I'm a free speech advocate, uh, but we know what's been going on. They, they were that was actually, a, I think it was Black Conservatives for Trump. I think was was the group that was there, and you kind of can't help but blame them for deciding that they wanted to stand behind Jim Acosta, who is the front man for the propagandist uh, that are the CNN network, because the this group. In, in particular, black conservatives, have been so demeaned, so um, maligned. Anytime there is a, an African-American person or a person of color who wants to leave the Democrat Party and hashtag walk away, they, whether it's, and this has been done to Herman Cain, going all the way back to Clarence Thomas, how dare anybody who's a person of color in this country decide to actually think for themselves, be an independent thinker, and actually vote for conservative policies and principles. And there was actually even a video that went around the other day to where there was a young black conservative wearing a Make America Great hat again. He and a, and a few friends, I think they were in D.C. for the high school, I think it might have been for the Turning Point high school group a meeting that took place last week, an Uber driver wouldn't pick them up, refused to give them a ride in his car. It was like the reverse of being Rosa Parked. It's like they were Rosa Parked, is what they were. So you know what? I, I don't typically like hearing people shut down, but when it's Jim Acosta and when it's some black conservatives that are on board with the Trump train, which really means they're on board with the Freedom Train, I'm all for it. Uh, speaking of freedom, there is somebody who's lost his in the course of uh, the jackboot of tyranny. And uh, that's taking place in a courtroom today. But when you read about the opening statements, you know, let me read you a couple of remarks and tell me who you think was put on trial today. Uh, the uh, person uh, being tried today in opening statements is a shrewd liar who orchestrated a global scheme to avoid paying taxes on millions of dollars. And who lived an extravagant lifestyle fueled by secret income earned from lobbying the Ukraine and other foreign governments. This person became wealthy from the cash spigot, from working uh, from his, I should see, I kind of gave it away right there, from his golden goose in the Ukraine. You would think that I was talking about Hillary and Bill Clinton, wouldn't you? And her pay-for-play scheme in which she used the office of the Secretary of State to line her pockets, the pockets of the Clinton Foundation, and the pockets of Bill Clinton, Bubba, with speaking fees. In fact, we just had Charles Ortel on the show a couple of weeks ago who has done more investigations into the Clinton Foundation and the crimes that they committed from a tax standpoint. They have never filed a, a, a legal tax return, according to him, it's they've, every one of them's practically been fraudulent from the beginning. They're constantly having to amend them as they get busted for not proper uh, using proper accounting and, and and following the law under the IRS. And talking about uh, lining pockets, and the evidence so far, though, that according to the opening statements, it's really uh, it's it, everything's going to be all about his extravagant lifestyle being put on display. Uh, we've got so far what they've talked about they're going to present as evidence is he got a $15,000 jacket made from an ostrich. Well, aside from the fact that that's tacky, I mean, who wears... <laughs> DJ Carrots? Is would you be caught dead wearing a $15,000 jacket made out of an ostrich?
0: No, maybe some boots. Yeah, no b-
1: boots, but come on, man. I mean, charge him with a fashion crime, but you better have more than a $15,000 jacket as evidence of crimes, to, to, quite frankly, to justify, of course, we're talking about Paul Manafort, to justify this man being dragged out of his home, his entire home and his family raided at four o'clock in the morning, he is in solitary confinement without being, without being convicted of anything. And if they felt like he was doing some kind of tampering with other witnesses, which oh by the way, isn't that what Bill Clinton did? Was Bill Clinton, when he was pressuring people in the Monica Lewinsky investigation and, and doing some um, witness uh, testimony tampering, was he hauled out and, and put in the pokey, put in solitary confinement? No. And and what what we and what we do know because there I don't really know yet. Today was opening statements after a jury was impaneled. I don't really know what all the evidence is going to be. So far, it's really going to be evidence based upon his lifestyle. Uh, What they talk about in terms of uh, using uh, lining the pockets and working, uh, working Ukrainian contacts over there in order to line the pockets. That's what we talked about with John Podesta and Tony Podesta, the Podesta group. In fact, I talked last week, there was, there was reports of the Podesta Group coming and setting up bringing in these oligarchs from Ukraine over here to the country to meet with Democrats and in order to blatantly affect economic legislation and financial legislation that would help the Podesta Group line their pockets. What we also know that's not going to be mentioned at all in this lawsuit is anything at all related to President Trump and his campaign colluding with the Russians to interfere in an election. Not even on the table. In fact, that's one reason why this ended up in some court somewhere in the lower New York district or whatever. Because it doesn't have anything at all to do with Trump and his campaign colluding with Russia. Which, as Rudy Giuliani reminded people, wouldn't be a crime anyway. And, and speaking of that, I mean, the continued gnaw boning over that is, is past the point of ridiculous. Just because Rudy Giuliani reminded everybody that collusion is not a crime does not mean that that's some kind of admission that President Trump colluded with Russia. Talk about fake news. No wonder Jim Acosta was surrounded. It's time, actually, for some other people that are putting forth that on what are supposed to be conservative outlets, continuing to gnaw bone over that. I'm thinking some of those people need to be surrounded with some chanting, you know, blank, you know, needs to... I, I'm not going to repeat it here on the station. We like to keep it clean. So we'll see what happens with this case. Sydney Powell actually going to be here tomorrow night on the show to uh, bring more updates and give us the actual legal perspective here of what's going on. You know, she's a former U.S. Uh, uh, attorney, Assistant U.S. Attorney. She's going to be here for that. We are going to take a break. and we come back, we're going to talk to Jen Kearns because why is Trump at this rally? Why is he rallying the base? Because we are 199 days away from the midterm elections right now, and there is so much at stake. And what's really at stake is America because we know the Democrats want a completely open border society, and they want illegals to vote. Now is our chance to keep America America. Stay tuned. We're Andrea show coming up
5: In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder
6: of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe
5: Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one year interest-free
6: financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888 new windows 888 new windows he will indeed say your house can be covered with potato chips and we wouldn't crack one
2: cslb number 774518 some restrictions apply
0: dennis prager here summer is upon us and many of you were looking to buy or refinance a home i'm here with a man i have great respect for andy steik of purpose funding andy what's going on in the local housing market
5: So the interest rates are going up. It's no big secret. We're still finding that we're saving people a lot of money by consolidating debt, paying off student loans, paying off high-interest credit cards. We had one person save 950 another 1100 and one client saved over $1,600 a month.
0: So at Purpose Funding, you help people by saving them money?
5: Yes, that's really our whole purpose. We want to put ourselves in your situation, tell you exactly what we would do if it was us.
0: So AM 1170 listeners, call Purpose Funding now to purchase a new home or refinance. 855-600-7633, 855 600 7633, purpose funding, 855-600-7633. Bearing
5: number 01864104, MLS number 273299.
1: Message and data rates may apply.
0: Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat, just stop? back and the best part bosley's permanent solution is protected by the bosley guarantee let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for 250 dollars off text star one to eight five eight five zero ask about the bosley guarantee s-t-a-r 11 to eight five eight five zero
3: if you don't have an estate plan at 858-792-3444 that's 858-792-3444 your family will be dealing with enough so give me a call at 858-792-3444 am 1170 the answer you're listening to
2: the Andrea K show on am 1170 the answer
1: welcome back to the Andrea K show 888 1170 the question of the day is what impact will it have on the midterm elections If President Trump does not get border wall funding, funding for his border wall and or if he shuts down the government in order to get it. I'm curious what you guys think and whether or not you think that that's going to possibly negatively affect the midterm elections. And here to talk about how things might possibly be rolling out. Are we going to have a red wave are we going to have a blue wave going into the midterm elections? Everybody's got an opinion, but I don't necessarily respect the opinions of most out there. So that's why I got to go to Jen Kearns from The Hill. Hey, Jen, welcome back to the
7: show. Hey, thanks so much, Andrea.
1: Okay, so President Trump was out rallying the base tonight, uh, talking about everything from illegals voting and and the border wall. A lot of people have been concerned the past few days for a couple of different reasons as to whether or not uh, we're going to have the blue wave is going to actually come back, which was predicted six months ago, whether or not it was going to be a red wave. Right now, I think one of the main reasons people have concern is because President Trump is saying, give me my border wall funding, the GOP ain't going for it, and he's threatening a shutdown.
7: Well, look, I think there's a natural, what I call, tightening of the generic ballot as we get closer to Labor Day. You have people coming back from summer vacations now starting to pay attention to the news again, so I think that's why you see uh, the numbers tightening up a bit, but I see... Still think, and I could be wrong about this. Come November, but in terms of election predictions, I don't get many of them wrong in the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I lost one 10 years ago, and uh, hope, hopefully my record will stay intact on that. <laughs> uh, but um, I think this will be, mark my words. I think this will be more of a blue trickle than a blue wave, and, and here's why. Uh, you look at the numbers on the generic balling, ballot uh, polling the the. The surveys that have Democrats up or closer or further up in points uh, are only ones that that have polled Americans, quote unquote, or voters, quote unquote, or even likely voters, quote unquote. Um, And if you look at any of the gold standards of public polling, you look at people like Gallup poll, um, the 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 number of people who are more likely to vote registered voters high propensity voters double republican household voters double democrat household voters those are the polls that i respect the most polls like Quinnipiac polls like Mm -hmm. rasmussen people that actually got by the way rasmussen was one of only three pollsters that got the 2016 election correctly three pollsters out of a good hundred uh, that you see every day in the newspaper predicting this blue wave um, so I look at the polling methodologies first, and I, I make sure that these pollsters are polling likely voters, registered voters, and high propensity voters. Those are the keywords for people to look for in terms of accuracy uh, in those number of predictions for, for November. Uh, what I also look at is the drop in support that Democrats have had. So last December, uh, if you look at where the generic ballot stood for them, they were 15 to 17 points above Republicans. That number has fallen to a virtual tie. Again, depends on which poll you look at. Uh, or it, it, it's two points up, maybe five points up. So to me, I look at that spread and I say, wow, Democrats have actually fallen 10 points In some cases, they fall in 13 points. In some cases, they fall in 15 points. That is the wrong direction for them to be going in if they're hoping for a blue wave. Then you look at the three M's that I talk about often, money, message, and management. They have none of the three. So message, uh, we've talked about this recently, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez talking about socialism out there, being the new face of the Democratic Party. That is the wrong message for America. Might not be the wrong message for the coast. uh, If you're looking at, you know, LA or San Francisco or possibly New York City, uh, but it is the wrong message for all of these states in which you have very close seats uh, that are up for grabs in November. These are very bad messages to be playing in Oklahoma, Kansas, Georgia, um, other places where you have some tight races. Um, So so they don't have the message. They don't have the money either. Uh, So in June, Uh, The DNC had to borrow $2 million just to keep the lights on at the DNC in Washington. And that's not a good position to be in. That means they'll have a lack of money able to get out the message. They have to rely then on people like the rising stars like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to get out the message instead of having a mail program, instead of having a ground program. Uh, That is problematic for them. And the last M of the three M's, they don't have the management. They don't have leadership at the top. Uh, You look at Tom Perez at the DNC. He actually gave mixed messages. He said, oh, we're going to be disciplined going into the November elections. And then in the same week, he turns around and says, yeah, Maxine Waters and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez are probably the new face of the party. So which is it? So they don't have good management there. But that's not to say Republicans shouldn't be worried. We should be very, Mm -hmm. uh, very on alert. Um, You look at the recent poll that said 85 percent of Americans had participated in some type of rally uh, for the first time in their lives since Donald Trump got elected president. That is concerning to me. That means there's an activist bent that has been lit in some of these people, whether it's the Women's March whether it's the uh, anti-gun marches in the, in the wake of the uh, Parkland shooting mm-hmm. in Florida. So we have to be very careful here uh, to make sure that they don't have new voters coming out on some of these issues. But what I have seen in the past is that protests, at least on the left, protests don't necessarily translate into votes at the ballot box. The only exception of that was the Tea Party movement in twenty ten and twenty fourteen. Yeah, but um, the the Tea Party folks gave us the the victories.
1: Absolutely, you're right. That's a that's a good point because uh, it's one thing because it's so emotion based. You know they'll get all caught up in an in emotion like the Parkland story, but they don't necessarily stay You know these aren't necessarily people that really understand policy and really understand, you know, issues and 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 or even really have, you know, a particular point of view. You know it's more like they get they get fired up or, or somebody gets them all fired up over something, and then they're chasing some some other shiny object down the road. It's just fascinating to me that we're even in a position right now, Jen, to where we even have to be worried at all. You look at what President Trump has done. You got to give it to the. Democrats, that, that in spite of the fact that we have the greatest economic turnaround in, in how many years, we've got the greatest, uh, we've had... Um can't remember which was the greatest GDP recovery or in 14 years or something like that. He has had more than 3% growth in every quarter since he took office. Obama didn't get it one time in eight years. The unemployment rates that we've got for African Americans and and for minorities, the the business startups that we got, wage increases, we're safer now than we were, movements that he's made uh, to bring peace. I mean, it, it, it defies logic. And it's because it's not based on logic and reasoning. It's based in emotion. The message you're right to talk about the message from the left because what what what's their platform? It's all about free, which isn't free. We, a, a, a story was posted today that if the Medicare for all or Medicaid for all will cost 32 trillion dollars. I mean, it's nonsense. They want open borders. They, they there's nothing that the Democrats want that the American people say. There's nothing in the Democrat platform that the American people say they want. So why? In the, how can we be in a position where we should be worried?
7: Yeah, you know, it's interesting, and it shows you the power of messaging, and it shows you the power of the media, uh, in particular the mainstream media, the left-wing media. Um, it, it does go to show the power of what Nancy Pelosi said. If you repeat something enough, it becomes true. Um, so that is what the left has done, and look at their calculations. I mean, they they have uh, called the wrong shots since the moment he put his hand on the Bible and was inaugurated. They said that the world economy, not just the American economy, but but that the economy would collapse and set off a global contagion around the world. That did not happen. In fact, within three days, within 72 hours of him getting inaugurated, you had a record stock market. And then some days after that, You had another record stock market, and it's continued to go up over the last year. You mentioned some of the other metrics, lowest African-American employment in American history, uh, going back at least 50 years, ever on record since it's been measured. Uh, Lowest unemployment there, lowest uh, unemployment for women as well in 17 years. That includes the George W. Bush administration. That includes the Obama administration. The list goes on and on. He's appointed more women to senior positions in the White House than any other president, including the Clintons and including Obama, uh, both Democrats. Uh, The list goes on and on for the accomplishment for this guy. Last year this time, they said uh, with his uh, Twitter war with Kim Jong-un, there were going to be missiles fired at the United States of America. A missile hasn't been launched from North Korea since Last fall, I think it was uh, early October since that happens. That's almost a year now. Um, So at some point, the guy will get credit for it. What I think is going to happen in November, Andrea, is the same thing that happened in November of 2016. And that is that people are watching. They're watching across their homes in America. They're watching very quietly and very carefully. And they see the same exact thing that they saw in 2016, which was a man not getting credit for his ideas. And now we can say for his action. And I think people will turn out in droves. I think the polling and the pollsters are going to have egg on their face again when people do go to the polls and they let Republicans maintain control. Um, it'll be an interesting night uh, in November.
1: Yeah, well, it certainly will. And I uh, appreciate your being here to talk about it because and uh, hopefully the people that were commenting last night, they were all worried you know, about whether or not uh, we, you know we were losing our opportunity going into November to maintain control of the House and in the Senate, it just does not make sense that we would lose that. Given the, I get the conventional wisdom. I get the historically in the midterms, the party in power loses seats, and because America is uncomfortable with one, you know, one party having so much power, but these are, these are different times. These are, these are completely different. You can't count on conventional wisdom because if conventional wisdom was going to hold today, day, President Trump wouldn't be president right now
7: at all. Yeah. And, and, and you know, in the same way, Andrea, that he broke those records in November, 2016 uh, passed all the predictions, I think they'll, they'll do the same thing. So you're right. Historically uh, the party that, that has maintained control of the house and the Senate and the white house all at the same time, that usually turns, I, I think you're going to see him break another tradition there. Uh, I think it's good news for Republicans. But again, they have to get out and vote because the Democrats will try, try, try as they might right up until Election Day uh, to tell people uh, that bad things are going to happen if if that happens, at just as they did in November. Uh, and see, the, the sky hasn't fallen. The world hasn't <laughs> fallen apart. Actually, everyone's in a better position than they were in November 2016. So that's the real question of it uh republicans need to be asking folks into november are you better off today remember the old question are you better off today than you were four years ago the four years ago equation needs to be uh shrunk down to an 18 month question Mm -hmm. are you better off today 18 months into president trump's presidency than you were 18 months ago by the numbers every single american is whether it's a female african-american asian man woman college educated poor white person, high school educated, took their GED. The answer across the board is yes. So Republicans ought to ask that question. If the answer is yes, go pull the lever for your Republican congressman.
1: Well, the answer is yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Jen Kearns. I appreciate it so much. Thanks. All right. Now, uh, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue the conversation on the other side. We've got movement going on in the religious liberty front. We've got Jeff Sessions that has come up with a task force for that, and it's just in time because we've got a major front to our religious liberties and our religious freedoms happening here in the state of California. We're going to talk about that and more when we come back.
2: Want more, Andrea Kay?
4: Can you believe there's just a few weeks left of summer? That means a new school year is just around the corner. And parents, some of you may still be on the fence about where to send your kids next year. So here's some great news that'll have you cheering. Select half-off tuition still remain for many private schools in your area. And we have some really amazing schools, like City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, Heartland Christian Homeschool Center, Jump Preschool and Kindergarten, and many more. You still have time to tour the school of your choice and then purchase your entire first year's tuition at half price, saving thousands of dollars on a priceless private education. Visit am1170theanswer.com today. Don't miss out, spaces are limited, and tuitions are claimed on a first-come, first-served basis. Visit am1170theanswer.com today. That's am1170theanswer.com.
3: no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your Social Security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130 or visit aramco.biz. Aramco. Purchase, refinance, reverse.
8: DRE01853626 and MLS27716. Not all borrowers qualify. There are lots of places around America that are hot, hot, hot these days. During the blistering heat waves, the only thing worse than roasting in your home is looking at the electric bill after your AC has been working overtime. With SelectBlinds.com, staying cool without going broke has never been easier. Love these guys. I've been a longtime customer of SelectBlinds. They offer a huge variety of blinds, shades, and shutters that help keep your home nice and insulated. I've got a blackout a set of blackout shades in my master bedroom from SelectBlinds.com. Keeps the room nice and cool. They have products you've seen on all your favorite home improvement shows, SelectBlinds.com really is your key to staying cool. SelectBlinds takes all the guesswork out of ordering blinds online. After your new blinds are taken care of, get back to the important stuff like spending a relaxing day away from the sun. SelectBlinds has the most online reviews and five-star ratings on the planet. Over a million satisfied customers, I'm one of them, to get the very best deals on blind shades and shutters, why don't you shop today? Go to SelectBlinds.com. Mention the Mike Gallagher Show at checkout using the drop-down menu and let SelectBlinds.com upgrade your home today. SelectBlinds.com. Um, AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The
2: Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
1: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Uh, our religious freedoms are under attack here in, in this country, our Judeo-Christian principles and, and values and beliefs. It's been part of a, cult, a cultural Marxist movement to tear apart the traditions and the fabric of our nation Got to replace. Uh, it was never about separation of church and state. It's always been with the left. It's about replacement of God with state. So they've got to attack us, deny us our Christian principles, deny us the application, deny us actually per- participating in and exercising our religious beliefs. So much so to where a woman was actually told by the police that she to stop praying, and she was not allowed to pray in her own home fortunately the supreme court and it made it all all the way to the supreme court this is a story that i hadn't heard about till somebody sent it to me today and uh, the supreme court reversed a lower court ruling in the case of south versus bauer long story short uh, the police were sent to a home to investigate uh, some kind of noise complaint and in the home proceeded to tell the woman that she didn't have the right to pray in her own home well she took it all the way to the supreme court how did we get to a place in this country to where a woman has to take it all the way to the Supreme Court. When we have the right for religious freedom in this country, that constitutional protection—that's how much it is under attack. So Jeff Sessions has come out and announced his Religious Liberty Task Force. There's going to be, which is uh, across the board for his Department of Justice, it's guidance and guidelines for um, uh, 20 fundamental principles for the executive branch to follow, and it involves. Um, how they're going to prosecute cases, how they're going to, cases they bring and defend, the arguments they make in court, the policies and regulations they adopt, and how we conduct our operations, end quote. Um, I'm glad to see that. I'm glad to hear that. But it, what, what it made me think about was, where is Jeff Sessions when it's related to AB 2943? That is the assembly bill we've talked about many times here on the Andrea K. Show, which is a blatant violation of people's right. To express their religious beliefs in this country, and joining me now to talk about AB two nine four three because we've got a window to to stop it is Jonathan Keller of the California Family Council. Hi, Jonathan. Welcome to the Andrea K Show.
5: Hey, Andrea. Thanks so much for having me today.
1: Well, thanks for being here, and thanks for uh, working to try to uh, push back against the denial of our religious freedoms and the exercise of our religious beliefs. Uh, this is this is the f- AB two nine four three is that to me, um, it's even worse than the attacks on, on bakeries around this country and, other, and trying to force nuns to buy contraception. AB2943, to refresh uh, the listener's memory, and for those who hadn't heard this, is uh, this it, it seeks to stop, I guess, um, to paraphrase, any business transaction that involves the Christian religious beliefs that might— tell somebody that, uh, homosexuality is a choice and that it can be cured, correct?
5: Yeah, absolutely. And essentially AB 2943, it's introduced by the chair of California's LGBT caucus, Assemblyman Evan Lowe. And it really has been going through like a freight train earlier this year, uh, through the legislature. And the, the thing that's just so tragic, they, um, the Democrats are basically riding roughshod over the First Amendment. They're ignoring both the free exercise, free exercise of religion, as you said, but they're also ignoring uh, the rights of freedom of speech. They're essentially telling counselors that if you have an individual who comes to you and says, look, um, my, my faith tells me that um, You know, marriage is just between a man and a woman. I want to live out my faith. Can you help me? Can you provide me counseling, resources, support, books, materials that will help me live out my faith? That counselor has to look at them and says, I'm sorry, the state of California says that that message is, quote, consumer fraud, unquote. And I could actually be fined, maybe even prosecuted, if I tried to help you live out your religious convictions and beliefs. Um, I, it really is crazy. I mean, you, you'd think that I'm scaremongering, but I'm really not. I mean, this is something that is so outrageous that um, the Supreme Court has already taken a, a step and a preliminary step in saying this type of legislation is unconstitutional. Justice Clarence Thomas, in writing a a case earlier this year, specifically called out bans on LGBT counseling as being uh, unconstitutional. And yet the state of California remarkably, Mm -hmm. (laughs) surprise, surprise is pushing forward with it.
1: It's bad enough to go to bakeries and try to force them to participate in a gay wedding, which, it, and, and that is really what's at the heart of the issue when a bakery doesn't want to bake a cake because it's not as though they're selling a cookie to somebody. I mean, we don't really know when somebody comes into a retail store what their personal lives are all about. Um, but when you're, you know, expecting a, a, a baker to actually participate in, in a ceremony, that's another thing. But there's still some, uh, there's even some conservatives that say, well, it's a business and you really shouldn't be denying. that. That's one thing. But, but this takes takes the, uh, and and I disagree with that, by the way. Um, but to me, this is even worse. Because this is what you just talked about. It's not just an attack on the expression of religion, but also on speech. This is weaponizing our qu- our, qu- our courts and weaponizing our laws, specifically to trample. You know, the left you know talks about the, that they're about equality and inclusion. What they are is the unequal discriminatory treatment of some people under the false guise of equality for others. What it really is is tyranny. Liberty is where, uh, liberalism is where liberty goes to die. This is the worst kind of tyranny that I can imagine. And you're, every American should be scared, Jonathan, of this because we cannot oh, have a government deciding what religion we're allowed to preach and what, what we can say to another person. Nobody's nobody's forcing a gay person to get to pick up a book that tells them how to not be gay anymore.
5: That's right. Well, and, and the thing that's incredible to me is that you mentioned unequal discrimination. Uh, that's exactly what's happening here. Um, on June 12th, we have held uh, – my organization, California Family Council, held a large rally. We had hundreds of people come out to the steps of the Capitol in Sacramento and talk about why this bill was so harmful. One of the most powerful things about that day at the Capitol was the dozens. And I mean dozens, almost 40 people who had left homosexuality. Uh, They had left transgenderism and they were there. They were talking about their personal faith and what it meant to them to be able to live out their life according to their faith. And, this, they repeatedly said, "Don't take away my choices. Don't take yes. away my ability to live out my faith." And that's precisely what this bill would do. This bill would tell those individuals. Uh, my friend Ken Williams from Redding, California, he's been evacuated from his home due oh. to the fire. Oh, uh, I was heart. I was ta- I was just talking with him about this yesterday. Um, he met his wife after he had struggled with homosexuality for almost 10 years, and he got up there very emotionally on the steps of the Capitol and said, if this bill would have passed uh, 20 years ago when I was struggling as a young man, I, I don't know what I would have done. I I, I might have even considered suicide mm-hmm. because that's how distraught I was. And you're telling me, you're telling me that I don't have the right. I'm a second-class citizen. I don't have the right to access counseling and books and materials because the state of california doesn't like my religious beliefs i mean that is blatantly unconstitutional And what
1: are they so afraid of jonathan if they're so secure in their in their particular beliefs in terms of sexuality and this and that what are they so afraid of that somebody might see a book with a contrary opinion well, because, absolutely! You know what and, I mean? If it's so settled and you are what you are when you're born, then reading a book that tells you something otherwise shouldn't be such a threat to you. And and my message, because I've got my LBGT friends, my message to you out there is take it, take that, take that particular issue out of it and just think about a government dictating to you what you can read.
5: Absolutely. Well, And here's another thing that I think is really important for your listeners to hear um, in all of the legislative uh, hearings and testimony. Uh, our friends on the left side of the aisle have tried to conflate this. They've said, well, you know, we're really just concerned about young people that might be pressured by their parents, you know, or, or coerced into counseling. No, no, no. That's actually already illegal in the state of California. Mm -hmm. This bill bans voluntary counseling for adults. This bans, (laughs) if, if you can be a 30 year old young man, and you can be, you can go to your counselor and you can say, look, I've been struggling with this. I, I, I I've, uh, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've become a Christian or, you know, I've become an Orthodox Jew or I've become an Orthodox Muslim. And yes. I believe now that according to the dictates of my faith, I don't want to live like this. Guess what? Even as a, an adult of sound mind and body, you cannot get voluntary counseling that you request. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, they literally are putting a muzzle on the mouths of therapists and telling them that they cannot discuss certain topics with their clients because the state of California doesn't like it.
1: And I'm also concerned. I'm always concerned about the next step because the left is always working the third and fourth level implication of everything. It's never about the initial, the, the initial thing that they're putting forth. They've always got an end game that they're working towards. And this is what I said when I had Heather Kronk from Get Equal and other, uh, LBGT pro, you know, pro-marriage on my show. I said, you know, here's what concerns me with you guys wanting same-sex marriage, that it's not, the same people who say you want separation of church and state are now arguing for a religious designation of a union. And my fear for that is because what you really want is a stepping stone to pierce and take away the religious freedoms of others. And so I have to look at this and go, okay, the second implication, and third level implication of this is now it's right now it's about counseling and any books that talk about counseling, LBGT and turning that around to next up is the Bible, because the Bible right. talks about homosexuality as a sin. And it is not crazy to think that that's the next step that they're going for.
5: Well, absolutely. And if you go to our website CaliforniaFamily.org, we have one of the top stories right now is from a pastor right there in Southern California, Pastor Dan Carroll. Uh, who uh, we interviewed him, and he basically got his church involved. He has a church of almost 10,000 people in the central, uh, you know, the the, the Southern California area. And he said, look, for most of my life, I've not been involved in politics. I just wanted to preach the gospel. But I realized when I looked at what this bill does, I looked at the implications. This means for people of faith, for pastors, for rabbis, for imams. He said, we have to speak up now, because Mm -hmm. if we don't, pretty soon there's going to come a time where we're going to lose our rights to speak out on these moral issues. And you know what, look, you, you and I, all of your listeners, we could we could disagree, we could talk about different issues relating to, you know, homosexuality, transgenderism, whatever, but, but this is so much so much more fundamental than that. I mean, I've even talked to some of my LGBT friends and I've told them, look, I, I may, as a, as, a, as a Christian, as a person of faith, I may have a disagreement with you about, about gay marriage. But can't we at least agree that all of us should have freedom of speech, all of us should have freedom of religion? And, and a couple of my LGBT friends, they look at this bill and they say, you know what? Yeah, this is too far. This, this yeah. is going beyond what even we said we wanted. We just wanted equality. We didn't want to trample on the rights of people of faith to speak their mind and to
1: share their faith. So many of the people behind this, the, these movements aren't, e- aren't even members of the OBGT community. These are liberals that are just pushing for tyranny and control because that's really what liberalism is all about. I was assured by, the you know, this OBGT uh, gay marriage group that they, you know, they just want a gay marriage. They wouldn't try to then force pastors to perform uh, same-sex marriages, which they turned right around and did. So, you know, they're always, we. it's not wrong of us to look at this and go, what's next? But to try to silence us they uh, that has what's happened around the world there are other western countries that legalize same-sex marriage turned right around and came up with hate speech legislation uh criminalizing preachers and pastors and imams who state that homosexuality is a sin so that is something that we have to be looking at coming down the road and we need to be fighting back now
5: Absolutely. And I think if you look up to our neighbors to the north, you know, I think everyone always thinks of uh, our friends in Canada as, you know, oh, just the nicest people and just, you know, friendly folks. But look at the government of Canada. Look at what they are doing. Canada, unfortunately for them, does not have a First Amendment. They do not have the protections constitutionally. And what that means is that they have, like you said, their government has moved very, very rapidly to criminalize what would be considered First Amendment protected speech, First Amendment protected activities here in the state of California. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of the stories coming out of of Canada are, are shocking. But I have to tell you, they are just right around the corner, especially here in California, if we don't speak up and do something about
1: it. Yeah, there was actually a few years ago—I'm going to have to Google it now refresh my memory—but there was a, a church that was infiltrated, and somebody recorded a message of a of a pastor and talking, and I can't—I think it might have been about homosexuality. And and it was where—I uh, uh, so think it was a Republican who was running for office was going to that church, and, you know, and, and, and it made me think that this is where it's going. This is—they the, were going to start, and it was— a, it was part of the movement for hate speech uh, legislation, which is just about controlling conservatism and controlling us in our Judeo-Christian principles. And we've got to stop it. Jonathan, I thank you so much for what you guys are doing for this. How can people get involved? Because we have a window to try to stop this, correct?
5: Yes, we do. And uh, that's part of the good news. Because of the ruling uh, by the Supreme Court in the uh, Nifla v. Becerra case earlier this year, uh, it actually kind of put the brakes on this this bill, and and we have a window to continue speaking out. Pastor Dan Carroll, I told you about earlier, he had over three thousand people from his church call their legislator, and and I have to be honest, I think it put the fear of God into them a little bit. I mean, they oh, they don't normally they don't normally see people of faith, you know, conservatives in California standing up and saying, "Look, th- you you've crossed the line." I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff I think that will tolerate, but this is too far. Um, So they can go to our website. Uh, The website, very simple. It's just the the title of the bill, ab2943.com. That's our special site we set up. AB, like assembly bill, ab2943.com. That has all of the resources. It has a special form there that you can use to contact your legislator. You just put in your address, your email address. It sends them a note. Uh, It has all the talking points right there. We have videos. All the resources you can want there at ab2943.com.
1: Well, thank you so much for doing that. And I encourage everybody, if you're listening to me, go to that website, get involved, call your legislator. We've got to stop this now. We've got to push back because, you know, they are pushing hard on us to deny us. Uh, all of our freedoms, not just our, our religious freedoms, but certainly that and our First Amendment rights. And I'm disappointed that uh, Jeff Sessions, who's come out with this uh, religious liberty task force, is not all over AB two nine four three. He when he, when, you know what I mean? When he was here in Sacramento recently over something, he could have been talking about AB two nine four three at that time. Ten seconds and we got to go. Anything you want to say? Yeah.
5: No, I, I will say it, it is frustrating. I understand the conflict that he's in, but I can guarantee you, even if this bill passes, California Family Council is going to be at the forefront of fighting it. We're already working with our legal partners on litigation, and this is just the beginning. So thanks thanks so much, Andrea. God bless you and your listeners. Thanks for
1: keeping up the fight. All right. Thank you. Have a great night. All right. Now, we're going to take a break. Then we come back. We're going to get into the final segment. we got well, we, what uh, we're calling the bit-o-news. These are just like some little some little news stories. Got a few to go over, one of which involves little toys, plastic toys. So stay tuned, we're Andrea Kay Show coming right up.
2: Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea
3: Kay, spelled K A Y E.
4: On August 10th,
7: get ready for a comedy that's off the leash. Do you think I'm ridiculous throwing a party for my dog? I would say that bouncy house is over the top.
4: Or lonely strangers will discover that man's best friend... No offense, but is your dog pregnant or just super fat? ...are the best matchmakers. Dogs open their hearts to love and to be loved. This dog has made us a family. Dog Days, in theaters August
9: 10th.
0: This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network.
8: Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from Five Star Wealth Manager, Certified Financial Planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends,
3: and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You now, every time the stock market does that bend but don't break kind of thing, the market bears kind of pop up to remind everybody that it is just a matter of time before we have a market correction or give back. Just to make sure that your allocation is suitable. It is age-appropriate, and that you are completely tuned in to the risks that you may or may not be choosing to bear inside of your investment accounts. If you'd like to have that chat with me, come on in for your free retirement consultation with me. I meet with everybody personally here in my Mission Valley office. It is absolutely free of charge. It doesn't cost you a penny. Just come on in. You can also talk about your Social Security benefits as well. Give me a call. Come on in for your free consultation with me. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Morty Schnatter. I'll be back with you tomorrow on these same Salem Network stations.
6: Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free product that can help you lower and even eliminate your occasional aches and pains that come from aging or exercise and everyday living. For example, maybe you love to play golf or go on those nice long walks or even just walking up and down stairs without grimacing with pain would be nice. Staying active should be a big part of everyone's life. That's why so many people are now taking Relief Factor every day. If you're dealing with the aches and pain that come from aging or exercise or just everyday living that keep you from doing the things you love to do, the things you want and need to do, then go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. Discounted now to only $19.95. And you should know, the majority of people who do order the three-week quick start, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com.
9: Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today.
8: AM 1170,
2: The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
1: Welcome back to The Andrea Kay Show, rolling into our final segment here. It's a short one, so we're going to go... (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna go bit o' news. Just a little bit of news. All right. Uh, Seattle judge blocks uh, the release of blueprints for 3D printed guns. This is a, they were these blueprints were supposed to be released tomorrow. Coming after years of uh, negotiations and court rulings, the federal government settled up with this company out of Texas over blueprints for people to make plastic guns oh my gosh the left came out of course we can't have anybody even owning a plastic gun that's not registered with the government so of course some Seattle judge decided to be an activist judge from the courts and issued a restraining order over these ghost guns such a threat to America they're not a threat these things reportedly fall apart they can't even shoot after they shoot like one or two some bad guy, and the bad guys, by the way, can have easy access to guns and do far more damage than one of these plastic guns do. And we know that because we know what happens in Chicago every weekend. So this is absolute nonsense. This is just more push. They, they're they not going to give up any ground whatsoever, even on any issue and especially when it comes to gun control. I didn't really like President Trump's response, though. He said, you know, uh, he's going to look into it, but, you know, maybe 3D guns shouldn't be available, uh, being available to the public uh, doesn't seem to make much sense. Really, the hysteria over plastic guns who fall apart after one round is shot don't seem to make much sense. Uh, The other uh, bit of news, uh, an Aero Mexico flight crashed, uh, leaving Durango, Mexico, and nobody died, thank goodness. Um, but I had to think that, you know, I don't fly Aeromexico anymore. I don't know the details, but it's the only airline I've ever been on where I saw a fly. Have you ever seen a fly? No. Right, DJ Carrot
0: That helps with, like, the equilibrium in there or something.
1: So, you know, I don't know what went on with Aeromexico flight today, but I'm just telling you, I don't fly Aeromexico. Uh, speaking of the airlines, though, there was a gay couple, speaking of the OBGT community, that uh, uh, two gentlemen... Booked, uh, I guess, business class seats, expensive seats, and they were bounced. They were bounced for another couple uh, by Alaska Airlines. And you know what? Ain't cool, Alaska. No excuse for it. I think Alaska might uh, have some flies buzzing around on it because they might be going, uh, yeah, they're going to be facing a lawsuit. Hey, we'll be right back here tomorrow night. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you.
0: The Andrea Kay Show is sponsored.